Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic family favoritist, uh, neil-laniest, <laughs> uh, hate-tweetiest recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. 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 And, okay, uh, all right. I feel like I've I've left the season with more questions than answers. Mm. Yeah. And that sucks. <laughs> it's, it's kind of an odd one. And, you know, normally the issues that we run into with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is, you know, uh, what happens if you pick pick the, the trash man instead of the, the good man? What happens if you pick the, uh, the terrible lady instead of the lady that we all love? And rarely do we get an occasion where you've got a pretty deep pool of nice guys and like the top five are all solid dudes. And then you get down to the end and even with a breakup, it's just like, well, seems like everybody's still in love with everybody. So that's weird. I, yeah, yeah. Like I, okay. I feel like it's, it feels similar to the Aaron beefing with people, but we don't get to see the beef. Mm -hmm. Like, they, like that's what it feels like for me with Michelle and Nate. I'm just going to skip to <laughs> the <laughs> results because like I, I mean, I can tell she's very interested in him. Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel it as much with mm -hmm. them as I did with like, her and Joe or her and Brandon. So it's just kind of an, like, I'm not opposed to Nate, but mm -hmm. it's just like out of, out of the final four, like he wouldn't have been who I chose like mm -hmm. at all. Oh, but who the great predictor knew that's me. That's my new well, nickname. I, for myself. I had a feeling it was going to be him, <laughs> but I didn't like it. So I just resisted. Do you that's know fair. what I mean? Like that's I was fair. just like, no, I reject this. Because the thing, okay, so the thing that's been hard, and I mean, yeah, I would say, you know, everything ended on pretty good terms. Like, there was very, there was very little drama at the end. And I do mm -hmm. still think that Michelle kept Brandon until the end because it was going to be an easier decision for her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Than compared to Joe. That's what I think. I think she got the hardest breakup out of the way before that. Uh, and... Sorry, Brandon. And <laughs> I, it's just, it's just weird, right? Like everything seemed to be on pretty good terms, but I agree with Brandon. Like why? Because he seemed a little salty at the end of the taping and like Caitlin kind of had to like cut him off. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, anyway, we're moving on. Uh -huh. But when he was like, um, you know, like, uh, I don't really get why you're you chose like the more difficult path with like a more reserved person where it was like more difficult mm -hmm. and i agree with him yeah it's it was odd because you know what hold on a second. i gotta kick my cat out of the room right now he has found a bag full of tissue paper and is has chosen to remove happy each holidays. piece happy individually. holidays your cat's very unwrapping happy. things it's it's very special uh oh. so Anyway, I'll just fill the time. Uh, let's talk about oh. the interstitials that were in between <laughs> all of the scenes. 
Um, I, I was actually really surprised that we had a live uh, show. I was really shocked that we had a live show after like everything that's been in the news lately and everything. I thought that that wasn't going to be a thing that they would be doing anytime soon. And I also kind of thought that this was going to be pre-taped. So when they said, oh, this is a live show, and then also we're going to have people stick their tongue out, no masks and whatever. And then the whole audience was not masked. And then in between commercials, they're like, just kidding. We are going to mask the audience. Social after, media has shamed us. Twitter into this yelled decision. at us. It was just like a really wasn't that. I mean, the whole that whole thing was so bizarre. Like I was just like, oh, like in real time, they're telling them to put on masks and they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And yet we couldn't. It took a long time to get Chris Harrison off the show. Okay. Well, um, and geez, where was Tasha? Not there. Do you know why? Because she had a COVID exposure. Yeah, I did hear about that. So (laughs) she wasn't there because she had a COVID exposure. Mm -hmm. And yet they're like, yeah, let's just have the whole audience unmasked. Yeah, unless COVID exposure is is code for I don't want to talk about my recent breakup, which would be fine, too. That also I was thinking the same thing because I yeah, (laughs) we were watching. Um Chuck watched a little bit of it with me and and he, I was like, where's Tasha?" And he was like, where's Tasha?" And he was like, wait, <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, I got to Google it. Cause I missed, I missed the first few minutes. Yeah. And so then I was like, oh, this is, they must've addressed that at the beginning of the episode. And, <laughs> and I was like, well, also she had to talk about her breakup on TV and she looked incredibly unhappy about that. So mm-hmm. that's like the easiest way to get out of work right now. Like if you don't want to go to work, you can just be like, uh, oh yeah, COVID exposure. Can't come in. Sorry. Yeah. Some guy <laughs> so sneezed on me at the it. grocery store. Can't, can't do something. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm really, I'm, I'm indisposed. So yeah, she said was recently exposed here in NYC and out of abundance of caution. I didn't travel to ensure all are safe on set tonight's unit. And I'm here in NYC rooting for you as always. So that's interesting too, that like, so they broke up, but why was she in New York then? Like, didn't, did she move there? Did she move there, move there? I don't know. I'm not sure if, if she I thought she was like there, splitting her time. Yeah, but that's usually she, what they maybe do. Maybe she and didn't if, move it, there. Could be. I, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, as we saw in this season, uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette, anytime one of them actually moves it's usually they drum it up as a big deal uh because as we've seen before most of the time they split time and then uh well they break up (laughs) that's how it works (laughs) yeah i guess she did have a new york apartment so yeah i guess she was going in between there and orange county for a while so Mm. interesting uh and she did the new york uh, city marathon in november Oh, I didn't know that. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, but yeah, she, oh God. And it sounds like, like she relocated and now it's like, oh, you move your whole life. And then, then what? You're going to stay there? What are you going to do? Ugh, that's a pain in the butt. Anyway, mm. so Tasha wasn't there. Um, yeah, it was weird. I, I, <laughs> That was just so strange. She's like, okay, our audience is going to be wearing masks from now on, except for these special people for some reason. Anyway, <laughs> continuing, like, 
I'm so sick of people like following science by half measures, you know, yeah. it's just like exhausting. Um, now I just want to having... go to Trader Joe's and scream at people that they're that they're doing a bad OSHA uh, HIPAA violation by telling me to wear a mask. LOL. Please. Oh my God. You know, what's funny. So today, so today I got a COVID test, not because I am symptomatic, but because I'm just trying to, Mm -hmm. I don't know, be extra cautious, you know, in advance of the holidays. Um, even though I don't know if I'll get my test by then, but we're like, yeah, whatever. Well, we just got stuff stuck up our nose for shiggles, I guess. But, um, (laughs) they asked me because I was, um, signing up as like a new patient at this new place that we went to. And they're like, are you familiar with HIPAA? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and I really, and, and Tuck was like, you wanted to talk about it more. I was like, I did, but I didn't because I've written about HIPAA like multiple times, like for clients, I've written about HIPAA and the details of HIPAA and like what platforms are HIPAA compliant. And like, I'm so sick of, this is a big tangent, but I'm just so sick of people saying HIPAA, not knowing what it means at all. It means you've asked me a question that I don't want to answer. So I'm going to yell HIPAA at you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that. Okay. I didn't know that we were electronically exchanging information right now mm. and that I was your healthcare provider, but okay. Um, yeah. It's all about like security and like sending things like via email, like it's to stay HIPAA compliant. That's why you get emails that say like, you have an updated test result. Click here to view it. And it's not just available in your email because that can be an issue with HIPAA. So that's like why it's structured like that. But people just think, yeah, it's like, I don't know what they mix it up with. Uh, nothing. They're just not smart. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> so that was my experience today. Like I had to bite my tongue when someone was like, are you familiar with HIPAA? I was like, I'm so familiar. I'm yeah. so familiar. <laughs> Ugh, I won't talk about it right now. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, okay, let's talk about these dates, though. Let's talk about these dates and meeting the parents because oh God. this was like, yeah, it's not like it was dramatic, but no. oh my God, I've never seen parents be so on opposite sides about two different contestants, like this uh, dramatically, where it's like with Brandon, they're like, we, you're our son. You know, <laughs> you know, and and like, and he's like, I just want to marry her so bad, you know. And her mom's like, I want that for you too. And they're like, We'll welcome you with open arms. And dad gave him the blessing, and they're just like, mm-hmm. Oh, we just love him, Michelle. You should. He's a nice boy. He's a nice boy, and you should you should pick him, please. And. um yeah, it's it's interesting because that all went very well. The date was perfect. He mm-hmm. is a really good dude and he's like very solid. He's very loyal. Oh, he, yeah. And he was like my and he's like me. He's like my job's remote, so I don't care where I live. Doesn't matter to me. Put yep. me anywhere. I'll be happy. Well, and I'm and I'm the same way, you know. This is this is what we were talking about too before <clears throat> when you have these guys that are are good. The show has to kind of manufacture its drama okay so yeah brandon's a good guy uh but i feel like there's this really strong kind of undeniable physical chemistry between michelle and and nate and so what the show has to do is instead of 
you know, leaning into the story of like Brandon is the safer choice, but you know, she's following her heart and going with Nate. They have to sort of, it's not even villainizing because they're not saying that Nate's bad, but like Nate's not worthy is the storyline they choose to create some dramatic tension. Mm. And it just, it plays kind of hollow because there's, there's very little explicitly that Nate does that doesn't say that he's actually committed to Michelle. You know, he's nervous, frequently nervous. This whole process is overwhelming, which I think is very reasonable. If anything, you could argue Brandon's a little too comfortable here. And <laughs> they just kind of, they really dig into it. They lean into it. And they they sort of manufacture this angle where he's just not ready. And I don't know. He seems fine. He seems more ready than a lot of other guys that were not ready, okay? Like, God, look at Blake. Good Lord. You don't have to go back that far to find or someone Greg. who's not ready. Yeah, Greg. Any what of these guys. What a nightmare, guys, yeah. They're not. And, and, and most people shouldn't be, by the way. So right. it's it's like, it's, Again, you have to manufacture drama. That's what they're looking to do. So that was the other kind of hint is because as soon as they set up Brandon as, oh, he's going to do this little this little go to her house date before they actually all meet the parents and blah, blah, blah. So they're just setting up all these things to make him look like more of a legitimate contender and also make Nate look bad when neither one of those things are grounded in reality. Yeah, you read the situation a little differently for me, but I appreciate okay. it. Hey, well, that's what okay. we're here for. There are some things that I agree with you. It's unrealistic for someone to be at that at that like very much their point. But I do think they weren't off by saying like, well, he's slow to warm and he's just not. Yeah, he's just like not as engaged with us mm -hmm. and so we don't know if he'll get engaged to you um okay there's something that nate said i just don't know if this bothers me or not but there's something that nate said it after the final rose where he compared michelle to like a new song on the radio mm -hmm. do you remember that and he was like he was like you know like you hear it and you're like yeah it's like good or whatever and he's like and then all of a sudden it like becomes your favorite song like you li you listen to it beats you over the head 50 times over and then you're like this is my favorite song and i was like is that stockholm syndrome like what are you <laughs> describing <laughs> you know what i mean like he's like yeah. once you get used to it it's great mm -hmm. and i think i you know it's like i would say you know like in my current relationship i was obviously interested right away but there were certain mm -hmm. things that i was like maybe trying to sort out like but it was more like it wasn't like uh attraction it was like logistics like i was like oh, i don't know like i think i'm moving and we have an age difference and da -da. you know what i mean oh, but sure, it, wasn't, sure. it wasn't like i'm not interested like i was like oh i really enjoy your company and i want to hang out with you as much as possible and can we just do that all the time okay that'd be great and i don't know it wasn't like it I can see how people grow on you and I can yeah, see that yeah. that happening. But I also. The way he said it was a clunky. little insulting, right? Like, so, I don't know. The, the thing is with Nate is I think his his heart is in the right place. He's a good dude. However, 
He is not a very eloquent speaker. And, you know, I think he gets accused of like not opening up. But part of that is rooted in the fact that like, I don't think he knows how to, but he's trying. <laughs> like you can see the wheels turning. It's just not being executed properly. And he has this real like, I can't express this properly. I'm trying. Please, am I doing this right? Tell me if I'm doing this right. Like that's. And I think when he's on his date, because they had one of those like goofball shaman dates, um, he, you know, they're they're trying to get him to I I don't know what they're doing, like filling the room with smoke and and doing these things, and then he's like trying to you know open up and express himself in a certain way. And at one point he actually says, is that okay? Like he, like he just puts it out there because he just doesn't know he's trying. He just can't figure it out. That is a really interesting. Um, yeah. That's like a different take than I had, which I really appreciate. And I also understand where you're coming from. Like that makes sense to me. So mm. maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's just that he, he's like just bad at, words and feelings <laughs> yeah i just don't see any i don't see any like malice in what he's doing no, or no, even like I don't, like I don't or see like either, carelessness but, he's just like oh why did you say it like that kind of a bad <laughs> thing to say like yeah he's just like you know that song that when you first hear it on the radio it's annoying and then you're like ah, i like it because you know it's like what is that like is so is michelle you're like fucking hotel california like what are you trying to say like this is not a compliment it's just it, that you have to embrace it okay so this is a quick sidebar too one of my friends lived in a place where there was one radio station that literally only played hotel california all day and all night on repeat that's the worst thing i've ever heard in my entire <laughs> she life would turn, so like when i was like on snapchat for all of like a year or whatever most of her snaps were just her turning on the radio <laughs> And Hotel California is on and at like all hours of the day. And she's like, yep, here it is. All right. Anyway. And then, you know, five hours later, she'd come back and there it is. Like, oh, my yeah. God. So like that's, you know, and he was just like, oh, it's that song again. Oh, I guess I like it now. Like, I don't know. It's just something about that. Folk really shitty well, to the, me. The, and the metaphor is awful, too, because it's just like, oh, you don't like a song. And then you hear it 50 times and then you like it. And then and then what, though? You know, you, you get right. tired of it. It gets annoying. Like, I it's mean, like that This American Life episode with like the Kristen Shawl is a horse thing. Did you, did mm -hmm. you hear about that? Wasn't that This American Life or was it Radio Lab? I, I always would have been Radio Lab. Was it Radio Lab? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With like repetition where it's like, you know, they're doing this really corny thing and it, it's like they're saying the same thing over and over again and it's really funny and then it becomes very much not funny and then it becomes extremely funny so maybe mm -hmm. it's like that he could have used that example it would have been better because yeah. it at, at least ended on a high note but yeah <laughs> i don't know so not i good. just maybe i'm i'm being really way too nitpicky but it's interesting because there's so many times on this show where i feel like the parents are or the family is really into one person and oh, then yeah. the bachelor or bachelorette picks somebody else mm -hmm. almost yep. all the time i feel i don't feel like it's i mean i would it have to see more some statistics <laughs> on that yeah. yeah i don't know it's really odd um and then michelle even said like well i don't want to be in a relationship where i don't know whether the person is going to stick around and mm -hmm. still she picked Nate. so obviously that's why i'm saying 
I think she did see some things that we didn't see. And like a song that you listen to 50 times, Nate grew on her parents too. Yep. Well, at least they're saying that. I don't sometimes. Okay. That's the other issue I have with Midwest nice. You just can't tell. Never can. And they're like, we love, we love Nate. And I'm like, do you? Do you really? I don't yeah. know what you do. I just don't, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like withholding some of my feelings about it because I'm just like, I'm just not sure. Something feels not 100% and I don't know what it is. And it's like, I think, but I felt that way with um, Rachel and Brian and they're going strong and I like Brian a lot more now. So yeah. But Brian was somebody that the, her family liked and and Brian's mom liked her a lot. And Brian's mom, I think the reason I didn't like Brian for the most part, besides like the maybe like cheekbone stuff um, was like, uh, <laughs> then that's like my own. That's bad. I shouldn't say that. Um, no, I like Brian a lot now. I do. I think he's cool. Um, and he has a podcast. Go figure. But one thing I didn't like about Brian is his mom seemed like very a lot. Remember, she was like a lot to handle. She was oh, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to treat my son like an absolute king, you know, and you got to learn how to make this food right and whatever. And I was like, oh, God, like. That's, I don't have yeah. time for that crap, you know, but Rachel was kind of like, all right, fine. I'm, I'm in because I really like him, you know, so it's like, mm-hmm. OK, you know, and obviously it worked out and it's fine. And. For now. I mean, the smart money's still on everybody breaks up in the show, so. Well, look at how long <laughs> Trista and Ryan have been together. Good Lord. That's true. That's and like Bachelorette, 20 years almost. Bachelorette has a better track record than Bachelor, so there's yes. that too. Yeah, I'm still shocked about the Tasha and Zach thing, but anyway, that one really threw me. I don't know. That Carly and Evan and like uh, Ashley and JP, those all surprised me. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, But there, yeah, like Aren't Jason and Molly still together too? I mean, I know that's The Bachelor, but I think they're still together. Yes, I think yeah. so. And then, yeah, Rachel's still with Brian. Um, Trista and Ryan have been together for a million freaking years. Um, oh, and you know what? I wasn't excited about Desiree and Sean either. I didn't see it at all. Mm-hmm. I did not get that one at all. And they're still together. So what do I know? What the <laughs> fuck do I know? <laughs> Nothing. We're just two people with a bachelor podcast that don't know a damn thing. I'm just a know nothing who's overly critical and that's what you listen for. But yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, so it's just kind of weird. So I just have to remind myself it's one of those seasons where maybe they're just not showing me the right things. Just like we didn't know how funny Michelle was yep. until like she was gone. And they still and then, try to minimize that. Even on yes, her season, they minimize yes, it the same yes. way. A hundred percent. And I'm like, why? Everybody talks about, oh, she's so funny. And like, you never see it. Yeah. And you're just and they like. Lean, they lean into it more because all, all the stuff they emphasize is not her humor, but it's just like, oh, I wasn't asked to prom as a kid. And uh, nobody liked me when I was in school. I was a wallflower. And they lean into that stuff. But they don't like, that's not who she is. Yeah. And clearly <laughs> she's like, yeah. And I coped with humor and I'm really funny now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? And they're just like, and they're like, well, you get to see her put food in her mouth in bloopers and it's kind of funny. And that's what yeah. you get. You only get to have that. And I'm like, I feel like, yeah, I the one little scene we got of her 
in Matt's season, I was like, yeah, she looks legitimately funny. And it's hard to find people with personality on the show. So what the fuck? Why are you robbing us of this? It yeah. seems rude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's legitimately funny. And then by leaning into this weird, like, I don't know, like, oh, she was, you know, a, a, a coquettish and alone all throughout her young life. And then she blossomed into a beautiful woman. All this crap. Like, it just it just minimizes the kind of person that she is because clearly she's very you know strong independent person who's fucking funny and people you know love her and she lights up a room and it the way that they present her on the show it it can minimize that a little bit it's just it's not fair to her she's cool right so that's what I'm saying like I feel like and I also felt like we just didn't get a lot I don't know I don't even feel like I learned that much about Brandon no. No. I, what, I mean, what do you know about Brandon? He's really in love with Michelle. Like, I can't picture Brandon's personality, like who he is, removed from his experiences with Michelle. They're, they're just like intertwined. And that's probably not good. I feel like we learned the most about like Rick, Joe, mm -hmm. um, and Jamie, oddly enough. Yeah. Like, we learned a lot about the guys in the early episodes. And then I don't feel like we got a lot of stories like we do some years. I don't know. It was just kind of weird. So I just didn't, I just didn't feel like, I felt like Katie's men, we got to know a lot better mm -hmm. and we got to hear more of their stuff, their stories and, and whatnot. And also they all openly cried in front of each other. Yeah. That's because true. they're magical um, but yeah, with this group, it's like, yeah, they were all like, I liked, I liked all the final four. I knew she couldn't go wrong. So it was kind of like, all right, smooth sailing until the end. But I just didn't feel like I knew as much about any of them really outside mm -hmm. of, I felt like I knew the most about Joe and maybe that's why I liked him the most because I knew the most about him. So anyway, what I'm trying to say the, this very long way of saying, you know, I my guess is that there's a lot about Nate that we didn't get to see for whatever reason, and he's probably a great fit for her, and we just, like, didn't get to enjoy that. And that's silly, but it's we can't do anything about that. Um, so, oh, okay, so here are some other notes that I have. Let's see. <laughs> um the interesting thing too about this episode is sometimes, and I always wonder why they choose to do what they choose to do, or if they're not really choosing and it's like, they're just in the moment and they forget or whatever. But it's always interesting to see how far someone lets the other person go before they tell them that they're not picking them. Yeah. You know, am I going to, am I going to get all the way to him bending down on a knee? Is he going to say a whole thing and then I'm going to say a thing? Am I going to stop him before he even starts? Mm -hmm. Which is, that would probably be my move. As soon as they walked out, like, I don't want to, let's just rip this bandaid off. Cause then what are you going to do? You're going to listen to their whole spiel and you're either going to feel way fucking worse or, you know, you, you'd be like, oh man, now I'm having second thoughts. That was a real good, will you marry me speech? <laughs> yeah like what do you what do you do the, with that brandon's speech was good and and michelle looked like she was gonna throw up like she looked nervous and mm -hmm. i was just like and the whole time i was like are you gonna stop him i need you to stop him because if you don't stop him he's like heading he's 
about to bend, you know? Yep. And then, and then it's like, he took a pause and then she was like, okay, you know, like here's the deal. And then also it was like the loudest background noise ever. <laughs> so that was hard to hear, at least for yeah. us. We were like, what are they saying? <laughs> um, and then they only decided to caption some of it and we didn't have closed captioning on. So oh, I was like, yeah, that was great. Just. <sighs> I think you're a great person. Time. I think you're a great person. And you're like, what? <laughs> I've never great. felt this. Way. I really do love you, but I don't, I'm not in love with you. Uh, the ocean really, really was a, a great addition to that. Now, yeah. this, this had to be difficult because, you know, I agree that there is there is something going on with Joe where I think that was a really strong relationship that she had to end. And maybe she thought Brandon was going to be easier. I, I don't know. But then the other part of it is Brandon has played a perfect game of Bachelorette because, yes, it's about falling in love and blah, 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 and people get mad about this. But at the end of the day, this is a competition. And he has played the competition perfectly he has been flawless in you know he's been open and transparent he has never had a misstep to our knowledge at least that we've been shown just beat for beat as good as it gets and he knows how to play the game he did that that you know before the the rose ceremony last time he pulled her away and gave her this i love you speech which blah, not for me but <laughs> and then he does it again by like giving her a note you know, so he can still get his little his little uh, spot in here at the end because so much of Bachelor and Bachelorette is like a game of musical chairs and you don't want to be the last butt in the seat because mm -hmm. there's a lot of great options out there. So it's easy to get, you know, beaten. So I, I just think like sometimes there is an X factor and in this case, it's whatever Nate has that like you can be the perfect contestant and perfect is frequently not good enough. Yeah. Yep. On paper, right? It's mm -hmm. on paper. So. Yep. I don't know. It's just confusing. But uh, yeah, I'm just letting myself, I'm reminding myself there's a lot you don't see. It's probably just one of those seasons and I want her to be happy. And I agree with Brandon. I just want her to be happy. That's yes. the most important thing. That is the most important thing, Brandon. You are you are graceful and perfect, even as you are removed from the show. Well done. I mean, he was a little salty at after the He's a little salty. But but like I mean, totally understandable. I yeah, he was just like so I was perfect and was super open with you, and you complimented how open and transparent I was with you. And your biggest thing with Nate was he wasn't. <laughs> it's like, well, that's correct. <laughs> what, what, what does he what do you even say to that? Like, yeah, it's like, well, no, I still, yeah. He's an enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in a vest, and I must yeah. know more about him. And the answer is uh, love is stupid and irrational sometimes. And yes, that's how it works. Sorry, yeah. Brandon. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I date emotionally unavailable people all the time. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just criticizing my own life when I criticize what's happening here. Uh, okay, but I do have to say, and after the final rose, besides the annoying like Love Actually and Christmas Story stuff they were doing, um, I love Brandon looked really good. That revenge mm -hmm. outfit looked great. <laughs> Looking fantastic. You know, it's like that's. 
you can always tell who's like, I need to look good in front of my ex. I need to make sure like I look for he he really like and I mean he always looked good. It's not like I mean all the men dress pretty well. I can't, there's not one that was like grocery store Joey. He was like, I came to the beach in shorts and everybody's getting mad at me. Um, <laughs> but he looked especially good. And I thought it was cute that they were matchy matchy. Yeah. While they were good. talking, I was like, they're in like matching burgundy outfits. How <laughs> adorable. And I wrote, I wrote in all caps, like, come on. Um, and I also do appreciate that he said, I would rather listen to you and hear your side. You know, and he was like, I have my own views and opinions, but I'd rather get clarity from you. That's nice. <laughs> I guess, but I could tell he was mad too. But he was like mad in a nice way because it's Brandon. Um, and he felt like, and he said he felt like his love was overlooked, you know, and he's like, but again, I only know my side and my portion of the story. And also, I thought it was funny that he swore on the show. <laughs> and then he felt bad yeah. about it. And it was when he was talking about her family, which was weird. <laughs> like, he was like, fucking, I mean, what? I'm sorry. And they're like, you're okay. And he's like, I am okay. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for the nervous swearer. That's good. Me too. I'm a nervous swearer. I get it. So, yeah. So that was poor. I don't know. I just really do have affection for Brandon. Uh, I also loved, uh, I actually really did love the segment with Clayton because they really let him have it. And it's kind of fun. And I'd like to see them do this more often. So, yeah. so with Clayton, oh wait, I can't remember. Did Nate come out first and then Clayton came out? Yeah. Yeah. I think Nate so. then Clayton. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Nate. Uh, yeah. Everything seems to be good. They seem to be happy. They also uh, look great. They're a beautiful couple together. They seem like they're good and that they want to share things with the world. And I just hope I I hope that any of my reservations are just wrong and just a and just a side effect of editing. Um what I was actually really surprised about because was this the first time they ever did this? They gave him a down payment to a house. Oh, that was weird. Because well right? and, and, and we t- I talked about this before, but you know, anytime there's an immediate commitment to like, oh, because normally like, oh, we're taking it slow and we're I'm figuring time. it out. Yeah. We're figuring things out, which is again, reasonable. He's like, no, I'm, I'm moving. I'm going to the Twin Cities. I don't care, which good for him, especially the, the man that you framed as afraid of commitment. And oh, is he really all in? I'm sorry. He's moving to Minneapolis. OK, like what? I mean, where is he from again? Remind me. Uh, Austin. Shoot. Austin, Austin, Texas. Texas to Minneapolis. This is, I mean, the the poor boy. I hope they should give him a down payment for a house and a down payment on a Canada goose coat. Okay. Uh, but yeah. He like also the, is from Canada. Oh, is he? Okay. So yeah. he's used to it. Well, then yeah. he got, he got away from that life. Now it's sucking him back in. Yeah. Anyway. I'm just saying. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do, like, once you go warm and then when, if you go cold to warm and then back to cold again, it's not nice. Like I went Michigan, California. Milwaukee and there was a, a tough couple of transitional years there for me coming back to the Midwest. That's so, kind of tucked to the same thing. He did Wisconsin, uh, UK, Florida, mm. Wisconsin, California, Wisconsin. Yep. And I bet yeah. every time he comes back, he's like, uh <laughs> Well, that's why when we moved, I was like, Are you sure you want to move to a colder part of Wisconsin? Are we doing this? Are we really? <laughs> Cause I was trying to move in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just for now. And I'm like, okay, just for now. 
But I, I'm, right now I'm like, I'm just glad I work from home. <laughs> right. Because I don't have to go anywhere or see anybody. And I can just stay inside and be warm in front of my fireplace. But yeah. Always so a like, plus. He's used to that. He's in sales, I believe. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is this some pharmaceutical thing? Yeah, maybe pharmaceuticals. I know he does sales. I don't know like to what degree or, or what type of sales, but I mean that's that's a major commitment. But anyways, yeah, I, I do shit. not recall an instance, and I'm gonna say this and immediately eat shit because I'm sure it's happened before, but I don't remember the show being like, Yeah, we're gonna give you uh, I mean a down payment on a house, which shoot, what kind of house are they getting? How okay, much? <laughs> did you hear did you know did you know the amount? Uh no, but if I had to guess was it like a hundred thousand dollars or something obscene? Two hundred thousand dollars. What kind of house do they get? Where are they living? Well, if they're living in the Twin Cities, you could just buy a house for that price. Yeah, why not just buy the? <laughs> that's what I would yeah. do. It's a like down you can, payment. How about you can 90%? buy a house for that price? Yeah, or at least like half of a really nice house. So I'm just like, what the hell? That's super um, weird. Well, hey, I mean, good for them. But I'm just like, is it because they're not going to do like, because sometimes they'll do like a wedding and then they'll pay for like the whole wedding. Maybe they're just thinking like, well, we don't want to deal with, um, you know, like safety COVID stuff. So maybe they're like, mm -hmm. well, we usually pay $200,000 for a wedding. So let's just give them $200,000 for their house. The house. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. That's well the only thing that I could think. Yeah, it's like a, a trade-off there, or there, you know, it's it's the arrested development. Like, how much could a banana cost? Ten dollars? Like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah real just, estate in L.A. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, they're L.A. people, and they're just like, well, two hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, they're living in the Midwest. That'll get them a nice That's starter so home money. down payment. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, like, meanwhile, yeah. I could buy my whole ass house. Like, what? <laughs> That's on. like so much money. I don't even. I can't wrap my head around that. But I mean, you know, it's good. So that's so I hope everything's good. I hope they're going to be together forever. And I want that for Michelle because she she is a wonderful angel human and deserves all good things to happen mm -hmm. to her life. OK, OK. I hope they move in next door to Joe. Oh, my God. That would be so awkward. <laughs> I hope they live close to me and we can go party. There you go. Yeah, obviously, that would be really good. Um, I'm looking at Nate's, um, Instagram now. Mm -hmm. Your favorite activity. Yeah. You know, Hey, every, everybody seems really happy. My little lovebird. So happy for you too. Caitlin Bristow says stock oh, up the lovely. liquor cabinet. A lot of people are really excited. Uh, Mike Johnson said it's the fashion and love for me. Um, <laughs> I miss Mike so much. Why was he never the bachelor? What the hell? Come on. Good. Mm. I mean, I'm glad he's still around a little bit here and there. But anyway, everybody seems really happy. And uh, yeah, they're going to be living close to me. So I will, you know, if I find out. <laughs> yeah, when you see him at the grocery store. Some light stocking. <laughs> yeah. Not like I ever go to the Twin Cities to shop. That would be kind of odd. But if they're in Woodbury, I will uh, definitely. <laughs> I'm there all the time. <laughs> There you go. Anyway, uh, okay, what else? All right, so let's talk about Clayton. Um, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't think he's a bad person, but I don't just... want him to be the bachelor. And I, but I, okay, I'm gonna give Clayton some points because he was like, yeah, I too want Rodney to be the bachelor. <laughs> yeah, 
He's like, I realize that I'm sensitive and uninteresting, and therefore, really, none of you have glommed on to me as a fan favorite. But yeah, he's Rodney, like, uh, I agree with you all that Rodney would have been a better choice. <laughs> see, I don't even know. Like, I love Rodney, and I want Rodney to find love and happiness, but. I really see Rodney as more of a Bachelor in Paradise guy. Like, yes, I think yes, he's 100%. great. He's amazing. He's he's funny. He's just good on TV. He's got good presence, but also like he doesn't have main character energy. You know, like right. I just can't picture structuring the show around him. He's more. He's more like a Trey and Aaron or a James. Like exactly, you want to exactly. watch him have fun. In, par- in paradise. But then but to like, be fair, I don't want to yeah. see this blockhead knockoff John Cena, like Colton looking motherfucker either. Like, sorry, dude, you're fine. You're a nice person, Clayton. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, we don't know. Maybe he sucks. Maybe yeah, he maybe sucks. He does. You don't know. Possibly. I don't know. But for now, he's a nice person. Yeah, for now, he's a nice person. But he did go to Mizzou. So like, I don't know. Um, we don't know. Everyone at Mizzou is going to come for me now. Uh- <laughs> yeah, the Ozarks are going to rise up and get you. <laughs> Listen, I went to school in Indiana, so I'm allowed to talk shit about Missouri. That's how it works. Uh, but anyway, so this was interesting, too. So they're like, hey, let's do that read mean tweets thing that's so popular, you know, with like celebrities who are very popular and just a few people hate them. And they generally have more fans than detractors. And that's what makes the segment funny, because who would talk shit about, you know, I don't know, Kate Blanchett, you know, she's gorgeous and perfect, but someone out there hates her. It's like, it's like reading one star reviews for state parks or national parks. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen that? The national park one star reviews where it's like someone gave the Grand Canyon one star. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I've That's- seen bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just like, what? No, you haven't. And why would you give a national park one star. How cynical of a human must you be to be I like, would lo- oh, I, I hate love that nature. so much. Like, have I want to be the guy. Have you not who... read these before? They're oh, no, really... I, I, oh, okay. I've seen them. I've seen them. But like, I, I want to be that guy. Like, I want to be the person who's like, oh, I gave Paddington 2 its only negative review. So everyone in the universe hates me. No, yeah. I didn't do that. But <laughs> okay. I was like, how could you? That movie made me cry more than like any terrible event in my no, life paddington 2 is lovely i uh, cried so much um it's, it's wholesome it's heartwarming and it interrogates the prison industrial complex and what else do you need True. what else do you need really um here's some of the one-star reviews for <laughs> national parks the grand canyon a hole a very very large hole <laughs> um, wrong. yellowstone national park save yourself some money boil some water at home <laughs> <laughs> uh arches national park looks nothing like the license plate uh glacier national park too cold for me <laughs> <laughs> i just like that's funny because everybody loves a good park system uh what's not funny about this clayton shit is that he, i think he has more detractors than fans so it's not fun it's just sad. Yep. And I hated it, but it was also kind of fun. Uh, and, but like, oh, I'm trying to think of some of the best insults that they gave him. Um, and then he was like, oh, these are pretty tame. And I don't know if they did it because Caitlin was one of the people who received like the most hate comments, which I also still like 
do not get at all. Because, mm-hmm. like, sh- what? Like, she didn't do anything. But she got, like, a ton of a ton of hate comments when she was The Bachelorette. Do you remember that? And she still does. Yeah, she still does. Like, I don't people know. are like, uh, what's up with your face? And it's like, she can do whatever she wants with her face. Just shut up. <laughs> Why does up. your face look weird to me? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, um, I'm older, and I live in Hollywood, and I got plastic surgery, you, you jerks. Like... She's like, hello. <laughs> well, like at least injectables. I'm not saying she got anything else. Oh, my favorite tweet though was they found 30 women desperate enough to date this guy. Where? Hashtag quarantine goggles. <laughs> also, uh, I can confirm he's a sweaty boy based on standing too close to my new TV. He's he's really sweating it up in HD. I could see that. Roses mm-hmm. are red, violets are blue. Clayton is the bachelor, and I just puked in my mouth. Hashtag I can still taste it. <laughs> and all they could say to that was he was like it doesn't even rhyme but i was like yeah i know i know that's i mean it's comedic license it's fine it's like, <laughs> totally fine but he was like oh that's pretty pg compared to the things i've read and i'm like okay so you've read way too many hate comments so maybe you should just get off the internet <laughs> as the kids say go touch grass or whatever go touch grass yeah oh, that's, good. that's good advice in general have you yeah, have you heard that? Because I've, I've heard not. that on I've heard that on TikTok. Um on the tick on the TikToks. Um basically it means that like, well, I mean, it's like you're online too much, but they, it's also like, hey, you need to get back in touch with the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, and get some fresh know, air, go outside, touch grass. When it comes to modern celebrity culture or just life in general, most of your problems, dear listener or celebrity or whoever. Most of your problems could be solved by simply not posting. Just stop posting. Why are you posting so much? You don't need to post that. What are you thinking? To don't cite, do it. Yeah, the sage, Billie Eilish, uh, mm-hmm. during her Vanity Fair interview, you don't have to post everything you think. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's wise, wise advice. But yeah, so I don't know. So we get a week off. We get a week off. Thanks for the my, Christmas break, Bachelorette. Yeah, my brain is like shot. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on break from school, but like, you wouldn't know it. And then I get a week off and then we're right back at it. Mm. Mm. They're doing to mm. us here. It's no, no be- rest for the wicked here. This is, they're, they're trying to push us as podcasters. They're like, oh no, Rose played special and in their insightful analysis of our reality TV. It's starting to break us. What will we do? And they think that it's a war of attrition and they can stop us, but we can't be stopped. No, we're never going to stop. We'll stop. No. We'll stop when you do. Okay. That's right. So. Only the heat, heat death of the earth will stop us. Bachelor nation. Only the heat death of the earth will stop us. That sounds like a threat to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's inevitable global warming, but what are we going to do? <laughs> are you my weaving teacher? Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke that only makes sense to us. Uh, okay. So, yeah, so Clayton headed his haters face on, as Caitlin said, mm. so eloquently. Uh, and uh, she was like, wait, anyway, you get it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's that's why I like I like Caitlin so much. I really do. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Do you think are they going to be co-hosting Clayton season two or what's going on with that? Or are they going to or is it going to be know. Aaron and James? Because 
then I would watch. Well, I mean, I'm still going to watch, but then I'd be excited about watching and I'd be like, my dreams came true. I don't feel like they've given us any direction here on like what what the hosting situation is going to be because this is this is going to be the first like is this the first dude bachelor in in the post Chris Harrison world? Yes. Wait. Okay. Oh wait. Or, oh wait. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Caitlin said she's not hosting. Hold on. Mm. Hold on. Okay. Do you want to know or do you not? I would love know? to know. Okay. Let's see. Um, hosting. Hosting. Why she's not hosting? Why is she not hosting? Why did these pop-ups have to get in my way? I'm looking at Us Weekly. Um, Your favorite magazine. Yeah. Oh, and this is interesting. She said, <laughs> um, so she said, uh, I kept thinking like, if you're going to make him the bachelor, you got to show more of him and why he's going to be our next bachelor. Because I mean, if we're watching Michelle's season, we're rooting for Rodney to be uh, the bachelor, someone that we're like, wow, we fell in love with that person. We're rooting for them to find love. True. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, yeah. this guy has the charisma of like a pool noodle and they give him like one moment where he cries when he's cut and that's supposed to like emotionally attach us to him. No, yeah, no. Bachelorette. It was weird. It was very obvious. You know, it's like, why are they doing this long scene of him crying? Clearly, this is his audition, you know, and then they're like, and our new bachelor, Clayton. And we're like, what? I I have whiplash. What just happened? Um. Yeah, so she said, what did she say? Like, I can tell you this guy's one of the most sensitive and tuned with his emotions kind of person I've ever met. I think that'll make for a good bachelor. He's too sensitive, maybe, but that's a great quality. It's going to be a great season. What? Who's hosting? Who's hosting? Oh, gosh. Why does this keep... I just keep getting more pop-ups. Us Weekly, I don't want these pop-ups okay and you're showing me a sweater i already bought i'm not going to <laughs> not going to buy it i'm again. not gonna buy it again magazine website jesse palmer jesse palmer oh, that's that's, that's that's a choice jesse palmer wells wow. is pissed apparently how Good. old is Jesse? I mean, we we saw him, was, didn't they? He's got to be in his mid-40s now because they showed him during like Bachelor Quarantine Edition. He was standing in that like sad model home kitchen. He's season five. Okay, why? When you have the brilliance that is Aaron and James as a dynamic duo, they would be like comedic relief for the entire season. It would bring a whole different feel to the show. They're brilliant you've got wells who is a seasoned host mm -hmm. and you're like let's pick jesse palmer you didn't I, even pick I have a ben higgins you didn't even <laughs> pick ben higgins what is happening so i i believe they pro if i had to guess they probably want to establish a new permanent host and this is a serious contender because jesse palmer i don't give a shit about him but He's he's like a TV host guy. In, like, isn't that what he does now? Like that's his whole thing, um, you know, in the great white north of Canada, no less. But because he's a TV guy, maybe they think they can slot him in like a new Chris Harrison and, and that'll be that. Or maybe he'll completely crash and burn and they'll just, you know, keep rotating people in. But I have a feeling like 
even though it's been fine and we've talked about how the idea of a host is so antiquated at this point, there's probably still an internal desire to have whatever they had with Chris Harrison again. So, Jesse Palmer. I just couldn't they have I'm, I'm with into, you. Nobody gives a shit about these people. Earlier, like a like a more recent season than five. Mm. Yeah, that's that's pretty dusty at this <laughs> Where point. He, okay, he was in the fifth season, and now he's returning for the twenty sixth season. Okay, mm. that's a really long time. That's a really long time. I just don't care. No, and he does can. like sports stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, cause you know what I mean? Like, that's what I like about Wells is because Wells has always been like an entertainment guy. Yeah. You know, they could have even brought in like Ali Fedotowski. It would be better. Mm-hmm. They could have brought in Rachel. It would have been better. There are people who have been on in Bachelor Nation and now they do entertainment things that are more reality TV focused, celebrity focused. And like, I mean, I know he was a football player and I like football, but I don't want, I don't want my food to touch on my plate. Okay. Like, well, we don't, we saying. don't know if he was the first choice either. That's the other thing. Like they, they could have reached out to Wells and Wells could have no, been. No, no, he's upset. So. Oh, okay, he was bummed. Well. Yeah. He was bummed. Mm. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. Wells I, clearly wanted it. And uh, come on. He, yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't Wells know. Wells would it's, have been a great, a it's just weird because it's like, are you just trying to keep Wells on paradise? Like, why? What's the point? Who cares? What does it matter? Well, and, and that's the other thing is he, he could have really pigeonholed himself because as his like supporting bartender role, like everybody loves Wells, but Wells is a sidekick. He's but not he like hosted the guy. this. He hosted in paradise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it I felt guess like did, they he, were he, transitioning him into that role. I, I'm sure that that was them kind of auditioning him into that mm-hmm. role. And he and he did do well. Yeah, Wells did well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always going to root for Wells. I've rooted for Wells since he started on The Bachelorette. Like I've just always thought he's great, and I would rather watch him do stuff than most anyone. I mean, he like brings out puppets. Hello, okay, like that's <laughs> better than. Whatever Jesse's gonna do, maybe Jesse's gonna be a great host. Maybe I'm just a total hater. That could definitely be but... entirely possible. Yeah, we'll make a yeah. super cut of of you saying horrible, disparaging things about Jesse. I like that. You can eat like your words. That, I like that they call <laughs> Wells and Us Weekly in this Us Weekly article Sarah Highland's fiance. Good for them. <laughs> I love nice. that. That's so good. Um. Yeah, he's like, I wanted that job because they asked him if it was a relief to not have to take over, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hell no, I wanted the job. It's the best job in the world. You fly around, you say three words, <laughs> give a last rose and and get out of here. There's no host for Paradise yet, so we'll see. So, I mean, he might be the permanent, hopefully he's the permanent Paradise host because if yeah. they don't give it to him, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like he put in the the time he put in the effort the hours sure sure so i don't know um but yeah so who knows what's gonna happen in terms of like oh and i guess that was in the works for quite a while because when was this article uh well maybe not too long i don't know we'll see what happens i'm upset about it it's fine Not, not my favorites, never. But really, if they don't use Aaron and James at some point, mm-hmm. like I, I mean, just think that to. that's a huge mistake, right? Like, 
Well, and, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. Maybe they'll bring them back for Paradise. That that's going to be the the real test, right? Like if they don't come back to do something for Paradise, then it's never going to happen because yeah, the, the the bromance, just like Jesse Palmer, <laughs> you know, Bachelor people, they they get their 15 minutes of fame, but it goes by pretty quickly, and then they're kind of just out of it for the most part. Yeah, so. apparently not. Like, <laughs> no, we all love Jesse Palmer. He also hosted Spring Baking Championship and Holiday Baking Championship on Food oh, Network. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so, Sammy, good what's, stuff. Your, what's your deal? <laughs> what do you hate? Holiday baking? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Are you the Grinch? Mm. What's your deal? Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> you ever, have you ever seen a picture of the Grinch wearing glasses? <laughs> what it's, called, I- it's called your Facebook profile picture. Oh! <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right. That's okay. a double whammy joke because I called you the Grinch, and then also I make you seem like a real old person because I bah, use Facebook. Bah humbug. Bah humbug. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Yeah. Uh, to what am I getting, Sammy, for Christmas? How about a series of sick burns? <laughs> I'm all out of aloe. All right. So. <laughs> Can we just have winter games then? Can we? Just, I would like that. Give us. Know, the, that's that that's what we always say. How many times on this show? If you want to know what like the the foundation of Rose Plate Specialist as a podcast, it's us talking about the show and eventually getting back to one core truth, which is bring back winter games. Bring back winter games. Do it. Why are you depriving us of joy? We love winter games. Mm-hmm. It's really it not hard. Us. Just give it to us. All right. Well, I think that's enough for now. <laughs> that's quite enough. Uh, and now we're heading into a holiday weekend. And I hope, you know what I wish for you is that is that nobody schedules any illegal four o'clock meetings for you again. Yes. Don't do yeah, that. That's... Don't schedule. If, if, if it's the week of Christmas and you have scheduled a meeting between the time of four and 5 p.m., you are Satan incarnate. That's oh. what I'm going to say. <laughs> or just Scrooge. Yeah, or just you're, not thinking things through. You're Ebenezer Scrooge. Um, yeah, so like I hope nobody does that to you and hurts you in that way again because I know that that made you feel bad. Yeah, and I was emotionally devastated. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, but I hope you have a lovely holiday. I hope everybody listening has a lovely holiday. Listen, be safe. It's it's wild out there right now. You know, get take care of yourself, mask up, get tested, ventilate things, um, consider takeout. Uh, that's what we're doing. Takeout and movies at home. That's what we're doing. It's going to be fun. So, uh, have, have a lovely holiday, everyone. And we'll see you. You know what? We'll see you next year. That's like the, the, the office joke that I'm no longer in an office. So I can't tell that dorky office joke. So I'm going to tell you all, I'll see you next year, friends. Thanks dad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take care, everyone. And don't do needle drugs. Say no to Omicron. You could say no Omicron. Where I'm at. Get your goddamn boots. Oops, that shit. <laughs>